looking live at one of the grandest venues in American sport, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. So much hype has been heaped on this college football game, Dan, I'm beginning to have a hard time swallowing. All the band is out on the field! He's going to Welcome to the First and Him Podcast. Let's talk that football. Welcome back to a Week 7 preview episode. A little bit different than normal here. Um, we're First time we're recording in person. I'm sitting here with my co-host Connor, as well as our guest pickers um, in Las Vegas. So uh, just because of a little bit of a weird travel week, Connor went to the Canes game on Wednesday. Um, we're, we're just going to be recording just our, our guest picker slate for the week. Uh, me and Connor are going to hold best bets because we're going to be firing at the sports book all weekend. Um, so hold on to the we'll, we'll we'll maybe if you if you want them text us. Um, if not, you'll you'll uh, you just have to go one week without them, which you'll probably make money if you don't bet our bets. But either way, um, we're going to go through. We'll do the guest picker slate. We've four other guest pickers tonight, um, so going to be a packed show, and 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 we'll get into it. So I'm sitting here. I have Connor, um, Kevin Wiles. Dave Englert, Brewer Harris, and Adam Forbes. I had to look around to remember everyone's name. I'm not used to doing this in person. It's so much different. Um, but we'll start out with the first game, um, SMU at ECU. This game already happened. We're recording this Friday night. Um, I don't even know what time it is because we're on the West Coast and time isn't real here. Um, so that game was Thursday night. ECU was plus 10 and a half. Um, I'll, I'll, and I'll just read the picks, and then we can do a little bit of a recap for this one because, again, this, this week is a little bit backwards. But me and Kevin were on SMU minus 10.5. Connor, Adam Brewer, and Dave were on ECU plus 10.5. Um, the, the final score was 31-10 SMU, so SMU covered that spread. And, Connor, I'll let you start off here just, just with your kind of instant analysis of, of the of this game. It's pretty impressive. Um, we, we looked good in the first half, and then we switched up our quarterback. Alex Flynn starts the second half. Made kind of no sense at all. Um, and, and Garcia was playing well towards the end of the first half, um, and we just made a QB switch. Uh, Javoris Bond, one of my favorite players, is a freshman. He got hurt uh, opening kickoff. That, that definitely hurt us on offense. Uh, but, yeah, just a bad game overall. I thought we were going to cover pick six in the fourth quarter. Absolutely killed us. Um, just want to say something about Kevin, though, real quick. Um, he, he did tell me he was taking the Pirates, but he does have SMU on the guest slate, and it just it upset me. That's all. I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw Kevin under the bus. because right, well, he I'm, I'm going to have to interject here. He, he, deserved, <laughs> he deserves to be thrown under the bus for that, and I just didn't appreciate that. But the whole sports book was cheering for ECU. They felt bad for us, and they should. <laughs> We're not very good this year, and it, it's very sad. Um, but, you know. We're pirates through and through, and, and yeah, that's all That's all I can say. It, it's sad, but we'll get them next week. Against Charlotte, homecoming. Can't that, so realistically looking at their schedule, we were talking about this last night, is this the last winnable game on their schedule? 
No, every game's winnable with ECU. Um, I truly believe that. Um, I, I truly do believe that. But it's going to be hard. That's okay, all. let me let me rephrase the question. Is this the last game they're favored in? I don't think they're going to be favored against Charlotte. I'm, I'm actually worried now. I don't know what the spread is. I don't no, think they'll be favored out. against Charlotte. I think they'll be favored. They're going to be favored by three or two and a half. Yeah. We don't have a quarterback. We, we don't. Yeah, but you, you step into freaking Dowdy Ficklin and... You never know what could happen. The, the students definitely left early. It was sad. Um, it's just sad. It's all I can say. Yeah. All right. Don't we don't. We don't need to. We don't need to. Uh, unless anyone else has anything on ECU, we don't need to beat no. a dead horse. No. Um, we we. It's kind of the same story every week here. Um, well, I, I, we we covered against Michigan. Florida Florida Atlantic too. That's the maybe win. That's yeah. It's great. We're, right, we're looking max three wins. wins at this yeah. Point. yeah. All right. So heard it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. ECU won their Super Bowl week one, and the rest of the season was kind of a wash after that. After after they uh, the they they won cover. they won their Super Bowl cover. You know what you get for a Super Bowl? You get a ring. There you go. You guys should get rings for that. Sure. Covered against Michigan. I'll hang a banner. You should. Um, but with that, let's move to the Saturday slate. The Friday night games, um, they're they're going on as we're recording this. Nothing nothing great. The the only one of kind of substance is the Colorado Stanford game, uh, but not on the slate. So we'll 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 skip to Saturday here. We'll start off Indiana at Michigan. Michigan minus thirty four and a half in the over under set of forty nine and a half. And I'll start as I always do here um, with Michigan. This one, I mean. Michigan is just going to score as many points as they want. It's just how many do they want to score. Um, Indiana will not be able to score more than a touchdown um, if they even get a touchdown against the twos. Michigan's at home. It's supposed to be a bad weather game. Um, again, I, I don't really think it's going to matter here. I think Michigan kind of it, – it really depends if Michigan plays their starters in the fourth quarter, which unlikely for that to happen. Um, I, I don't see Indiana being able to score more than seven points, and I don't see them being able to hold them um, less than 42 points. I think Michigan by, by five touchdowns here um, feels pretty good, which is crazy to even say. But give me Michigan minus 34.5, and we'll we'll go counterclockwise here and go with Kev. All right, yeah. Um, I'm actually on Indiana in this game. Um, no real reason why here other than I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Indiana probably – doesn't get much going on offense, but Michigan will slow it down in the second half. No need to score more than 30 points here. Um, and they'll win. So I think I think Indiana, but barely. That's yeah, not much here. Dave? No, I think it's Michigan. Yeah. You, you can't go to the book taking Indiana. <laughs> you, you, you just can't. Not here. I mean, our, our caddy Chris today was from Indiana. That was the only sign I saw, but. <laughs> he, he, he led me down some bad paths. So. Yeah, he did. He it's, did it's, it's all time all time bad beat for Dave it's, today. It's, it's Michigan. He's, he specifically goes to Dave. Yeah, you should you should hit driver here. Dave pipes a drive. Ball just goes straight through the fairway. And it's just like what? Why? Yeah. Like he yeah. told me and Rob, yeah. yeah, you should hit three. Would tells Dave you should yeah. hit driver. Yeah. Dave pipes a drive straight. His, the his only real like pro tip of the day. Yeah, the only just, like one he was like, yeah, you should hit me this. out for a driver. Yeah. Man. Dead. Crazy move. Dead. So, dead. no. Indiana. With that, Indiana's dead to me. So, <laughs> it's Michigan. Brew? Uh, don't have much insight here. Uh, kind of just rolling with the favorite. Heard uh, Indiana's uh, dog shit. So, rolling with the Wolverines. There you go. Sounds good enough to me. Bones? Uh, I definitely think it's Michigan. Um, I know the line moves in Indiana's favor, and I don't know why. But I would take Michigan up to, you know, 35, 36, and I definitely think they cover the over by themselves. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. 
Um, I did see one thing, and, and this is an, this. Uh, these people don't care about Michigan as much as I do, or Connor. And Connor now has has um, created a personal um, vendetta. Yeah, against vendetta Michigan. against Michigan because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want me to have everything he doesn't. Um, Not true. But um, Michigan is leading leading. They they have the least amount of points or at least amount of plays run per game. They're running the slowest offense, and meanwhile, they're averaging thirty eight points per game. Um, Pretty wild, just to show how dominant they've been, and we could pull stats like this all day long. Um, but but I saw that stat this week. That one is my uh, this is wild stat of the week um, for Michigan. Yeah, y'all should do a non conference schedule. It's worth a damn. But yeah, I mean, they haven't played. I don't anybody, know. So. All right. Anyways, I took Michigan week too. Uh, Indiana stinks. So yeah, yeah. they're just really bad. Indiana yes, stinks. yes, they are. All right, let's go to Texas A and M at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is minus three in the over-under set at 55.5. And, and Brewer, you can start with this one. Rocking with Rocky Top all day long. I mean, you walk into Nayland and you just – it's got to be Rocky Top. Rolling with Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, Bones? I'm also on Tennessee. I think Texas A&M is probably better, but Tennessee just plays different at home. And I think they're going to they're gonna edge them out. Kev? Uh, I am also on Tennessee. Not much to say here, but just like the volunteers in this one. Dave? So I, I can't sit here and even think about A&M with Sue going to Tennessee, right? We love Sue. <laughs> we do love Sue. Right? We do love I didn't Sue. know she was we going. Love Sue. Mom Sue. No, she went to Tennessee. Oh, I thought she was going this week. No, no, I didn't no, know that. No, no. Yeah, so Sue, Sue's a Tennessee grad, and A&M's dead. Uh, I think last week was the Super yeah. Bowl. I yeah. think they dropped this one. I think Jimbo is done. Jimbo's, after Jimbo's going year. out the door. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all Tennessee tomorrow. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Rocky Top as well. Um, now I'm re- regretting that decision slightly, but I didn't know Mama Sue went there, so now I'm very happy. I'm I'm, I'm jumping, but yeah, I'm I'm happy. Tennessee. Yeah, I, I'm reluctant. I I'm on Tennessee as well, which which now I really hate. But but I do think going into Neyland. Um, Joe Milton has gotten progressively better this year. Um, he he's played significantly better at home, and I, and I think Tennessee kind of has some juice here um, to get this to a SEC East kind of playoff type of game with Georgia um, coming to their spot this year. So I I don't see Tennessee faltering in this spot. I don't think Tennessee's great this year, but I do think they're going to continue to win at home uh, in front of that big crowd. They still have stuff to play for too. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, and Texas yeah. A&M, I mean. I don't know. It, it, you you start to question after they spent all this money on NAL and they brought in Jimbo and it's like okay, it's kind of failing. Like how long do these guys continue to to stay involved and stay locked into this? Um, I don't know, but I, I don't I don't see them kind of bouncing back after a pretty bad loss last week. They should have won that game um, and 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 coming back traveling to Tennessee and going on the road and winning this game. Um, so I, I think Tennessee wins this pretty handily here. Um, let's keep moving down the slate. Um, let's go to UCLA at Oregon State. Oregon State minus four and a half with the over/under set at fifty-three and a half. And Connor, I will let you start with your Beavers. I am so fired up for this game. This is actually my game of the year. It's Oregon State. Uh, right now, I believe it's at three and a half. I just want to preface that that is a game of the year. Game uh, of the year call for, here for Connor. Connor. This is my game of the year. Oregon State at home. Research Stadium is going to be absolutely rocking. I hope there's a little drizzle. 
in the forecast. I believe there was when I checked on Tuesday, but now that I've been in Vegas, I have not checked weather in a, in a couple days. Um, it feels like we've been here forever, but we haven't. Um, but yeah, it, it's Oregon State here. Damian Martinez is going to have an absolute game. UCLA's offense isn't great. Uh, their quarterback has thrown, uh, I believe, a pick six in back-to-back games. Uh, so that, that bodes well for Oregon State. Um, yeah, and I think DJU is going to get the job done. Play action is going to be open uh, once they get the ground game going. So uh, I'm rocking with the Oregon State. Game of the year. Um, yeah, you have my word on that. Game of the year. Game of the year. You heard it here first. Game of the year. Hopefully it goes better than my game of the year. Um, couldn't probably the worst. We the don't worst. talk about that game. Yeah, no. That, that mm-hmm. Honestly, though, I've been watching Sam Houston because they play on the Wednesday nights. They're they're fun to watch. They're tough. They're, they're tough. They, yeah. I mean, they're zero and five, but they yeah. play in every game. They're, they're no they're no Jacksonville State with yeah. Rich Rod. Though. No, no. That I mean, that was the all time. Wow, what a yeah, game! That was an all time cover. That that made my top five games of of uh, the first month. It well deserved, and it was well it was deserved. incredible. It was incredible. Well deserved. Uh, but heard here first game of the year: Oregon State minus four and a half for Connor and Kev. I will let you follow up a game of the year call out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say it's my game of the year, but I'm absolutely on the Beavers with Connor here. Um, got to watch the atmospheric river game with Connor last year. Uh, ever since then, I've also been a beaver. Um, got to drive through Corvallis this summer as well. Beautiful place. Beautiful. Beautiful part of the country. Top 10 underrated state. It's the beavers tonight. Love it. Tomorrow night. (laughs) I think it's Oregon state too. Um, I think UCLA is kind of fraudulent and, um, I would take Oregon state three and a half, four and a half, whatever. And... (laughs) I think it's the Beavers. DJ's cooking. DJ is cooking. And Damian Martinez is cooking. Dave? I'm going to say not so fast, my friends. I mean, <laughs> that's a cute game of the year you got there. But it's UCLA. And that was nice you drove through Corvallis. It's but beautiful. you know who else is going to drive through Corvallis? That Chip Kelly offense. <laughs> that Chip Kelly offense. Oh, the Chip Kelly offense scored seven yes. against Utah? And then that defense is going to hold... DJU and whoever who's the running back you were just talking about. Oh, you don't even know the name. You're no, just I, you're I just throwing out. No, okay. So it's UCLA plus four and a half all day, every day. See Scotty's on it. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly pretty split on this. I am gonna be taking Oregon State out of solace for Connor for riding my Sam Houston play. Um <laughs> I I we're 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 su- him supporting him's here. Um but I, I do think this this is is a little bit of a trickier spot. I think uh, – I can't remember the guy's name on UCLA's defense. I think it's Latu Latu. Um, he he is probably a top 10 pick this year. He's really good. And this is a pretty untraditional um, UCLA team. I, I think the, the Chip Kelly offense has not really been good, but the defense has been underratedly excellent. I think I think that matters, um, especially in this kind of spot where, where – Oregon State, we're still not sure they can throw the ball. With that being said, we've talked about short favorites at home in the Pac-12. I just think playing in Corvallis is too much for a young Dante Moore, who's, who's a true freshman, and I don't think he's going to be able to go on the road and get this. Um, I probably won't bet this game, but but I will be taking Oregon State minus 4.5 out of solace for Connor. The upgrades they made to that stadium, it, it looks so good now. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they spent some money, and it's sad they're not going to be in the Pac-12. Yeah, no, it is. Because they spent money on that Stadiums stadium. Stadiums don't win ball games. Yeah, but good teams do. True statement. Wow, good comeback. Brewer? <laughs> yeah, I'm rumbling with the uh, the Beavers. I think DJ Ugalele is really settled in there at uh, Oregon State, <laughs> and he's kind of making things happen, and – I think they're going to go in there and do what they need to do and handle business. Uh, I'd like to change my Tennessee pick to A&M in spite of Dave. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's shot at Sue, not me. Sounds good. All right, Connor. Connor's now on Texas A and M plus three and a half. Thank you. Um, let me. Looks like you're in for a tough week, Connor. All right, let's move. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that is plus three, not three and a half. I, I want it. I, give me the fucking money. We'll take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move uh, to the probably the the group of five game of the year. Um, this is Wyoming traveling to Air Force. Air Force minus ten and a half with the over under set at forty four and a half. I talked about this game a little bit last week on the recap show with Connor. This game is awesome. Uh, Wyoming's coming off one of their bigger wins in uh, maybe program history last week, beating Fresno. I would. That was a big one. For, I mean, especially for the Mountain West. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. That's a big win for them. This Air, decides Mountain West in a way. Yeah, Air Force. Tech? Air Force has. Yeah, Wyoming did beat Texas Tech. But this is more conference play. Yeah, I mean, but but the, bigger. What well, Air Force has looked very very good through um, through what five weeks uh, made a buy last week. But but I'll let uh, Dave. You can start us out here. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think Wyoming's battle tested. I'm surprised this is ten and a half. Honestly, um, I'll take that ten and a half to the bank to the Caesar Sportsbook, and <laughs> I'm taking that tomorrow. Easy, Wyoming. Kev, yeah, this is one of my uh, favorite games on the slate tomorrow. I also like Wyoming. I think that's way too many points. I think this is gonna be a very close game. Uh, coming down to the wire, I watched Air Force once this year against San Jose State. The first half. Came out slow. They ended up winning by thirty, but the, the they did cover that first half the, spread. The thirty minutes I watched was not great, <laughs> um, and I think Wyoming's having a great year so far. So I, I'm going to keep rolling with them. Yeah, Brewer, uh, rolling with Wyoming, coming off a uh, big win, keep the uh, momentum going into Air Force and do what they need to do. Bones, I am on the Falcons. I think Wyoming is in a huge letdown spot. And uh, Air Force being ten and a half just lets you know how good they are. And that run game is one of the best in the country. So I think Air Force is going to take it to Wyoming. And um, if it was at Wyoming, it would be way different, but it is not. So I'll be going with Air Force. Yeah, um, I agree with you on this one, Bones. Um, I, I agree with you guys what you guys are saying with the spread being bigger than initially thought. Um, I thought the spread would probably come in at when when we I think we spoke about this last week and I think it was before the spread came out. I think we said it would it would likely be more like somewhere around six, more than a field goal, but less than a touchdown. Um, the spread came out at ten and a half, and I agree with you guys; it makes no sense. That's even more reason for me that I like Air Force. I just think they're begging you to take Wyoming. I, I think Wyoming has been good, but they've also benefited from from some good spots playing home games. They haven't really played any anyone difficult on the road. Like Bone said, Air Force has really been good on the ground. Um, and I think it's going to be a great matchup. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think Air Force is going to come out and uh, and win by 14 points in this one. Feels yeah. Like a, feels like a 31-13 to 13 type. Yeah. Wyoming, Wyoming's a team that I could not speak last week on. I said, like, out physical. You couldn't speak period. I couldn't say you out, couldn't speak period. I could not. Um, say it. Say it. Out physical. There we go. Wait, wait. What, what is the team doing? What, They're out physically. Team. I can't say it. I, that <laughs> word does not work in my language. I cannot say it. Um, however, I watched the Wyoming game last week. They're just a physical team. They, they, they are. They, they, their offense will put you to sleep. It's not a good offense. It's just like they out physically you. That's what they do. They have a good, good line of scrimmage. They have a good defense. Air Force can run the ball. Yep. If they get out to a lead, that's really dangerous, and that's why the spreads get 
so big with Air Force games because they can just run the ball. Exactly, they can the just throw. bleed. The, they can bleed. The clock. However, I think Wyoming's defense is good enough to hold Air Force, and that's why I'm taking Wyoming in this one. And I'm actually going to sprinkle the money line at Caesars. I actually, I actually do think if you like Wyoming in this, I think playing the money line is probably the right play. Um, it's like, under in this too. Like you said, it's one of those games where it's like. It feels like for what the Wyoming's path to victory is is a low scoring like where they're just gonna kind of out beat Air Force at their own game right like yeah. they're not so like if you feel like it's gonna be a low scoring kind of physical game at the line of scrimmage like if you're down if you're ten and a half one under like you're probably plus three fifty or four hundred that you should have a you should have a shot at the end of the game to cash that so I do think if you like Wyoming in this. Uh, in this spot, I, I do think the, the money line is the right thing to play here. Yeah, it's it's a big game too for the Mountain West. Yeah. I mean, winner of this game is going to have a path to the uh, you know the Group of Five making it. To yeah, the New Year's Inter- Bowl, interesting. So. And I and I'm curious everyone's take here. Um, I, I Liberty has play, has played very well through the CUSA and in, in Sixers. I don't know if they're six and zero or seven and zero now because they play on Tuesday nights. But Liberty's been very good. Um, they they have a legitimate shot at getting the G five spot in the New Year's six. Um, I, I think if Wyoming kind of runs the table and goes eleven and one versus a versus a twelve and zero Liberty, I don't think Wyoming's going to get it. I think the only chance in the Mountain West to get that Q, that G five spot is Air Force. I disagree. 12 I think the, Wyoming's loss to Texas. It's got to be taken into account. Yeah, it has to. I mean, yeah, no, I, I never played an opponent I, near. I, I no. Wyoming also beat Texas Tech. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, they, no, no, no. I'm not disagreeing. I just think from from namesake from a namesake sake perspective, I don't know if they want Wyoming because like this is the thing. You already watched Wyoming against a Texas, right? Like yeah. you already watched that game, and like although it was close in the fourth quarter, like we've seen that game. Who's already. the coach from uh, Liberty? He was at Coastal it's Chad last Will. year. Chad, it's yeah. Chad, yeah. Chad Will. He was at yeah. yeah, and like Coastal. exactly, yeah. he's like you want you really want to build up that program, like pump money. They're dumping money. That was into such it. a weird jump. though. It was a weird move. It was a it was a lateral, if not downgrade for him. But if you're him, money wise, I think it's an upgrade. Yeah, right? well, yeah, like, that's yeah. why it's money yeah. and like playing in the Q set. They're gonna. They shouldn't lose a conference game in the next two or no. three seasons. Like they're they're just better than every other team. They're gonna. They have more talent. Yeah. And and I just think I just think their schedule isn't good enough. But shout out to the Conference USA for playing on Wednesday and Tuesday nights. Yeah, because every conference that nobody watches should do that. Yeah, the Americans should do it more. Yeah, it it makes no sense to put your games on a Saturday. Yeah. when you got all the other teams playing. Yeah, it makes zero I, sense. I think you get more eyeballs on a Liberty game than you do a Wyoming game. I I agree, and and I do like, think that's partially. That's, that's I think however, however, last week though, Wyoming was on Fox. Yeah, no, they, exactly. They, they were and on I Fox. and I do think a big part of that, Dave, because I agree like with you. Fox. I do think Liberty gets more eyeballs. I think a large part of that is Wyoming plays West Coast time, um, and they're playing oh, at the ten thirty yeah. slot a lot on like Fox Sports One or like a they'll play on like a weird channel. It's like you're not really watching that, but but I do think Liberty gets more eyes. Liberty's been respectful since. Yeah, I, I mean Malik Willis, 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 uh, Willis Hugh Freeze, yeah. Freeze yeah. his, on his uh, hospital bed yeah. coaching against Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. I think Wyoming would like to freeze. <laughs> I, I agree. I think why I think Liberty was two yards away from losing to Sam Houston. Yeah, no, I, I think they would I get that was as tough. twenty and a half point favorites. I think they would get. I think they get shit. I don't think Liberty's very good. Yeah, but they're going to go undefeated. But but exactly, Wyoming they don't kill, play. Yeah, well, they would kill Liberty. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't be close. Wyoming's way better. Yeah, yeah. So so we'll continue to to monitor the G five competition. 
Um, there's some good teams this year. It, it is exciting. I wonder who kind of will get that. Tulane is playing Memphis tonight in a big kind of G5. Game. Blake Watson, um, shout out. Shout out. We, we did take him first touchdown score. He didn't cash this week, but that's okay. He's still We're still up big on him. Um, we still have Memphis Moneyline riding currently. Yeah, currently. I don't know what the score is. If anyone could check that, that'd be great while, be while we're continuing to roll here. But let's move to our next game. Miami at UNC, the 7.30 ABC game. Uh, UNC Memphis minus... Memphis 14-10. There we go. Man, halftime? They got the ball in the third quarter, early in the third quarter. Okay, great, great. We'll report driving, back at the end. Driving. We'll report back at the end. But Miami at UNC, UNC minus three and a half, and the over/under set at fifty-six and a half. And Bones, as our UNC fan, you can you can get us going here. I, I really don't. I just don't think this line makes any sense, which scares me. I think this. I thought this line was going to be at like seven when it came out. My, I think Miami. I think they're done after last week. I mean, uh, Miami's just not back and. Carolina and Drake May, I think they're just going to wipe the floor with Miami. Like, I don't think it'll be close. And I also think that under is the play because they just – that number, they just keep disrespecting UNC's defense. And I think it's actually pretty good this year. I think the under's hitting most of their games. I know it didn't hit in the Pittsburgh game, but it's been hitting at a consistent rate. So, I think those are the almost three and a half definitely, and I'm, you could take the alternate spread up to like seven, I think. I think that'd be a good play. Yeah. Yeah. Connor? Yeah, it hurts me to say it, but I, I, I do agree with Bones. I think UNC is very good this year. Um, it pains me to say it. Their defense is good. Uh, their D-line's good, which has been their problem forever. Their O-line's good. They can, yeah, they're just Stop good. complimenting the best player in, in the country other than Caleb Williams. So, yeah, he is. It, it pains me to say it, but I, I think we talked about it. Chris Ball's done. Um, the, the locker room's got to be in shambles after that game. It, it just can't. I, the players got to look at him and just be like, "Why don't you take a knee? You're why don't coach. you take a knee?" Apparently, yeah, the running I mean, back was trying to get over 100 yards. You yeah, that? yeah, I did see That's that. That's crazy. Oh, so yeah, this isn't the first time he's done. This yeah, stuff. no, no, Crystal Ball. We yeah, yeah we talked about this on Sunday. He he's he has done this before, and I'm I'm actually going to pump the brakes a little bit here. Um, I actually really like Miami in this spot. Um, I I think we, we, like we talked about last week was obviously a pretty demoralizing loss, and and it is tough to kind of get up off the mat after a loss like that. But with that being said, I do think Miami has better talent on the defensive end, on the defensive side, than, than UNC necessarily has on the offensive side. I probably won't bet this game because I, I've said this all season, Drake May is the best player on any field he steps on unless they play USC, which that game will never happen, so it doesn't matter. So I, I don't know if I necessarily bet this, but I, I do think Miami's athleticism on defense and Tyler Van Dyke, I mean, he didn't play great last week, but but he's been solid this year. And I do think there's kind of a – the monkey's off Miami's back now where it's it's not as much of they are expected to win all these games as 21-point favorites. And, again, they should be beating Georgia Tech at home. But but I I don't know. This, this line feels weird. It feels like a low-scoring kind of one-possession game late. And, and I, th- I like Miami getting more than a field goal here. So I'm going to be taking Miami plus three and a half. Kev? Yeah, I'm uh, with Bones here. I'm taking UNC. I also thought this line was very weird looking at it first. I think UNC has been pretty underrated most of the season. Um, I took them against Minnesota. They were seven-point favorites there. I thought that line made no sense. Took them against Pittsburgh. That line didn't make sense to me. And it's more of the same here. I think UNC uh, plays well in this one and, and, and rolls. I think UNC is the most underrated team in the country. They might be. I, I, re- yeah. I really do. Like yeah. UNC has a legitimate college football playoff 
path. Yes, they do. And, and, yeah. and no one's talking about them. They yeah. they are good. And and um, they I think they play Clemson. They do. Yeah, they, they do yeah, play they Clemson. Do. Yeah, the last game yeah they, they do play Clemson. They finished the year at Clemson and then at State. Yeah, they, they will lose one of those two. Oh, right, because Mac Brown whined about that. Yeah. Little baby. Mac Brewer, Brown will definitely Brewer, lose one of those last two games. Brewer, who do you got here? Um, I'm, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm just going to go with UNC. Hate them, but going with them this week. Okay. That's all I got for them. 21-10 Memphis, boys. Not, not, I'm not, Let's I'm not, go. 21-10 Memphis. Come on. I'm not pumping any of those teams up, so. All right, Dave. Close us down here. I, I um, you won't catch me on a podcast taking UNC. Uh, I mean, all the signs point towards that, and I, we saw the meltdown last week in Miami. We even saw a Ram today up there, Cascada. Like all the signs are pointing to that, but that no, no, no. Like you said, HUD, uh, that Miami D line is enough to make Drake May uncomfortable. And I think they may have been in a look ahead spot last weekend, a little. Little uh, sluggish game. Obviously, they lost, but um, I think Miami is on the uptick, and they're going to show it uh, tomorrow. Yeah, that Ram watched every tee shot. Yeah, no, awesome. we did. We did. We played a course called Cascada today out in Vegas. Um, pretty sweet, pretty sweet course. But on the seventeenth hole, there was a Ram like overlooking a mountain. Watch straight big hole. Yeah, it it was pretty cool. It was. Uh, for all those UNC fans, it it was a cool thing to see. Connor's wearing uh, the hat. It, it must have attracted him. It, I, I was wearing my sheep hat. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it had Hermitage to. In Nashville. Exactly. Shout out Luke. Luke's. Uh, I don't remember what he called it. His Millennium Lock of whatever. Um, did cash St. Francis won big last night? Shout out Grandpa's birthday. Yeah, shout out Grandpa's birthday. Um, that that episode, he he delivered some locks. The barbecue was good. The barbecue was good. The locks were better. Luke, Luke's in second place now. We're, he's dialed in. You got barbecue back there? Literally, he's got barbecue back there. But let's keep going down the slate here. Let's go to Missouri at Kentucky. Kentucky minus 2.5 with the over-under set at 52.5. And, Kev, you start us out with this one. Yep. Um, as a lifelong Duke fan, I have never liked Kentucky, ever. But there's one state worse than Kentucky. It's Missouri. That is just the armpit of America. Um <laughs> It's Kentucky in this one. I, I don't like Mizzou. Um, they, they've had some, some success. Last week, fought hard. They were, they were the right side the whole way. That um, was still... And I think they're going to be a little devastated from that, now headed to Kentucky. Hall of Fame bad beat yeah. last week. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, was that brutal. It hurt. <laughs> Kevo, you're hurting my feelings tonight. I've been hurting your feelings all week. You have. Kevo's been <laughs> not, not riding with me, and I ride all his golf bets, and, and he rides my football Kev, bets. Kev did go 3-1 today, though. Shout out, shout shout out, out Kevo, Kevo on the golf. Kev's on a heater. Delivering guess who didn't take the one loss? This guy. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Connor. Uh, you want to go here? Yeah, I'm taking Missouri. I've been a Missouri guy all all year. Hud uh, gave me shit for the uh, Drinkowitz thing. Um, no, 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 no. I didn't give you shit. I gave him shit. No. He probably deserved it. No yeah, grown yeah, yeah, man yeah. can wear those shorts and jump into another coach's arms. I will die on that hill. Cargo shorts are just dead. Um, <laughs> they probably shouldn't be worn by anyone. But, yeah, I just, I'm an, I'm a Missouri guy. I think Brady Cook's a very good, I mean, they have the best receiver in the country, I think. Yeah, Luther Burden's he him. He is the best receiver in the country. No, he's he's definitely not. Talent-wise, I think he is. Yeah, I mean, Marvin Harrison is this, and uh, I mean, I'm yeah, a high State yeah, fan. It's yeah, not even yeah, close. Yeah. But, um, but Luther, he is Luther top five. If, yeah. he played no, a, no, if, he's, he, if he played a bigger name school, yes, yes, he'd be about agreed, way more. agreed. 
he'll he'll be a top uh, fifty draft pick, no question. Yeah, um, I will go. I'm gonna go Missouri here um, as well. I I don't really trust. Um, I don't really trust Kentucky. Uh, they they had that really good performance because of Florida a couple weeks back. I don't think Florida's a weird team. Sometimes they just show up and just commit penalties nonstop, and that's that's what happened in that game. And Ray Davis went for two fifty in that game. Vandy I don't product. Vandy product. Um, I I don't I don't think they have that. Like I don't think that's a very sustainable attack. Devin Leary, former NC State transfer, has been horrific this year, and Kentucky's Kentucky's DBs have been getting sliced and diced. All week, all year, and you saw it on display last week against Georgia. I think when you come in with a high-scoring uh, team like Missouri with Brady Cook and Luther Burton and some of those weapons they have, I think they're just going to be able to score. And I don't think Kentucky's going to be able to keep up. Just give Missouri angle. plus two and a half. That. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be wow. keep up with them. Yeah, I know you're right. I'm, I'm hammering Missouri. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I agree. Uh, Bones. <laughs> yeah, I originally like Kentucky just because they're a different team at home, but. And I keep waiting for Devin Leary to impress me, and he just hasn't. He's been terrible all year. And uh, Missouri's been pretty good. I think they have one of those underrated quarterbacks in the country in Brady Cook. So I think if Missouri gets up, I don't think Kentucky will be able to hang. So I think Brady Cook will cook. Let him cook. Dave? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I am got to go Kentucky here. Uh, I think Mizzou's Super Bowl was last weekend. I'm never a believer in Mizzou. Um, not a Drinkwitz fan. So uh, I, I think you know what you're getting in Kentucky with Stoops and that defense at home. I think he can he can have Devin Leary uh, under control for a game to beat to beat them. So I'm gonna take Kentucky. Brew. Yeah, I mean I've as a growing up State fan and having watching Elijah Drinkwitz be the OC at State and watching Devin Leary for the past three years. It's I mean I feel like I have a pretty pretty good outlook on how these teams are. I mean, Devin Leary's look like not himself compared to what he was doing at State for Kentucky. And, I mean, if you look at Kentucky, all they do is pretty much run the ball. And you saw what Missouri did against LSU until the final, what, couple minutes of that game where LSU had a backdoor cover um, last week. And I – so I, I think I'm going to have to go with um, – I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go with Missouri here. I mean, I just don't think Kentucky's got the weapons, and Devin Leary hasn't been himself lately, and all they do is run the ball, and I think Missouri's going to be able to stop the run and do what they need to do on offense to, to get it done. So I think I'm going to go with Missouri here. Yeah. There's definitely some tension in the room right now. Um, I can just feel it. Yeah, we got, no, we got eyeballs looking. This is this is nice. Because we we all have money on this. We're in Vegas. Yeah. No, we're all betting all this of these This all games. matters. Yeah. No, it's, this, this, this is the first time we've done in person. Um, there's definitely there's definitely some uh, some some vibes here when we we're, Kevo and we're getting out these picks. Buddy, buddy. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're LSU last weekend. I don't think LSU is very good. And uh, Connor's just, Connor's national championship just, national champion was LSU. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. but I just no. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, Kentucky. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to one of the bigger games of the week. Um, USC traveling to Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus two and a half with the over under set at sixty two and a half. Um, I believe this is the eight p.m. NBC game with Tariko yep. on the call. Yep. Um, this is gonna be a good one. I- I'm excited for this. Um, and and Dave, you can you can run it back here. You want to start us out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they say defense travels, right? 
USC doesn't have a defense, so give me Notre Dame. Oh, all day, every day, every which way. I think the pressure's off them. The, that defense is solid. Hartman's just going to let it sling. Um, they can put up a number they want to, and I think they're going to be able to stop USC more than the experts think. So, Connor? I'm with Notre Dame. I just USC's defense is so bad. I watched the game against Arizona, and they had a freshman quarterback literally outplay Caleb Williams because the defense was that bad. That being said, I think Arizona's sneaky good. But USC's defense sucks. Give me Notre Dame. I cannot wait to bet that. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. Brewer? Yeah, so um, been looking at the weather there. I think it's supposed to be some, like, I think it's supposed to be in the 30s to 40s with some, uh, with some sleet coming down, uh, apparently. So Sweater weather. I think I think this is going to be a I think that's going to be a huge driving factor for Notre Dame. They're used to the cold weather, and USC's coming from the '80s and pristine, and they're going to come up there. They're going to be cold, and I don't think they're going to be at a single rock like they're used to. And I think Notre Dame's defense is going to gobble them up, and I think Notre Dame's taking this one to the house. So I'm going with Notre Dame here. Yeah, this this game has been tough for me to be honest, just because I think the whole world is on Notre Dame, and I don't think it was that way. And I think kind of this is a very public side now with that being said we've talked a lot this year about USC's defense being very very bad they're they're not good they do have the best player in the country and that can take you a long way and I think that's why USC is still 6-0 and still in the college football playoff conversation but I think we know their defense is not very good I just don't know if I trust Notre Dame um, either I mean they they kind of squeaked by a Duke team which Honestly, good win, but I mean, I I don't know. Like we're we're still not really sure how good Duke is in the grand scheme of things. Then they beat, they lose to Ohio State at home, which I mean, you guys know how this pod has felt about Ohio State this year. It's like I I don't know, and and now they're and they got blown out last week at Louisville, so it's like now they're playing their fourth ranked opponent in a row. Just like when does it come out? When does it run up here? Um, all that being said, I'm going to take Notre Dame in this in this for the guest picker slate, just because I I do think Notre Dame is just the home field is going to elevate them over. But but I actually really like the over in this game. I don't think either defense can maybe get a spot stop. Um, I actually really like the over sixty two and a half in this. Um, although I will be taking Notre Dame for the guest picker slate. Kev. Yeah, I think uh, you said a lot of great things there, Hud. Um, I think the whole world is on Notre Dame here. I have not heard one person take USC, and I think that's a mistake. Um, I don't think USC has been great so far this year. I think they've kind of underperformed, a little disappointed. Um, But with that being said, after the game last week, going to overtime, I think that's kind of a wake-up call for them. Notre Dame, big letdown loss there uh, against Louisville. Uh, Their season's basically over now. And I think this is when we actually see Caleb Williams show that he is the Heisman. Um, and a game that I do think will be close, I would just rather have the points and the better quarterback when it comes down to the end of the game. And I have not seen anything from Sam Hartman so far this year to show that he can even come anywhere close to Caleb Williams. Yeah. No, I mean, he's not. And I don't even think they're, they're comparable. Oh, no, no, yeah. But yeah. Um, not trying to make a comparison yeah, there. Yeah, just yeah. end of the game. <laughs> You yeah. want Caleb Williams. Yeah, you want the best player on the field. And yeah. he, he, we've talked about it a lot. The best player on the field can take you a long way. USC is going to have that in any team they play in college football. Yep. Uh, Bones? Yeah, give me the Trojans. Um, just 
simply because of Caleb Williams and Sam Hartman is, I don't, I mean, he's good. He's been around for a long time, but he just doesn't really show up in big games, I don't think. And Notre Dame has just had probably the most brutal schedule ever. Yeah. Um, Their schedule's hilariously hard. I think they're just emotionally drained. Like, they're a good team. And, Burr, you mentioned the weather. I think that actually helps USC's defense a little bit. Um, But... Uh, and I also like the over. I think the over probably hits by halftime. Yeah. No, I, I really I really like the over what in the spot. Over? It's 62 and a half. It might be a little bit higher now. Um, the, again, these are locked in on Mondays. Um, I'm not sure what the line's at, but but it's it should be around mid-60s. I think this game soars over. I don't think any team can get a stop. Um, so that, that'll be the play I'll take because it will – this game obviously is going to be on every TV. Um, yeah, I, I want some action on it. I think I'll be taking the over. Hang on, did you guys see the USC practice where the coaches were spraying, spraying water? Yeah, as they yeah. Were oh, like it, oh, a, and the and the punter dropped the, the football. The yeah. weather's already in their in their heads. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. they're used. To, I mean, they play in cold weather though. I, they go to Washington every year. Yeah. Washington. That, I mean, that was a hilarious video though. I mean, yeah, he had a, he yeah. had a water spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spray and and the and the returner dropped. He yeah, dropped the yeah. Ball. That was that was a very funny. <laughs> video. And the guy goes, <laughs> yeah, they're they're practicing, and it's like he dropped the ball. <laughs> it's, it's not good. You had your pump up like uh, weed. Yeah, yeah, it was like a weed. Yeah, it was like a weeder. Um, it was, that was funny. Guy had what? what? I, I, I also, see that. I if also, you're, if you're doing that uh, that early in the week, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's already, it's in there. It's, right? it's in. It's. In I also life. do think this is going to be a really good kind of watering mark for USC as they do join the Big Ten next I, year. I see what you did there. You guys like that? I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy you guys picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim. But but I do I do think it's it's it, in all seriousness it's going to be a good measuring stick for them to to figure out where they are when they do have to travel to a Michigan in in November or a, a Rutgers in in late September when these games get cold they don't play these games traditionally and like Bones just said they do play Washington every now and then and Oregon State and some of them but it's a, it's a different type of environment these big time kind of Big Ten environments. Um, I'm excited to see how USC responds in this spot, and honestly, how Lincoln Riley coaches this game. This is the start of a gauntlet for USC. Yeah, too. yeah. No, their schedule. I mean, they they play. I think five ranked opponents in the next six weeks. Yeah, and like it's five insane. like legit ranked opponents. Um, so we're, we'll definitely learn a lot about USC. I think we kind of know who Notre Dame is this at this point, but it'll be a good one on Saturday night. Just a, the Arizona running back ran all. Over yeah. USC, everyone's so running. Right. Everyone if, if Estime gets gets hot, it could yeah. be. A I mean, Audric Estime was literally made in a lab. That guy is. I mean, he is. He's a beast. He is so yeah, good. He's, he's so good. Um, guy's a tank. Yeah, no, cannot he's, stop. He's huge. Automatic he's four yards. Fast, yeah, yeah, no, automatic four yards. No matter he's, what, he's a really good athlete. That guy um, does not fall back. Underrated. Yeah. Um, all right, we got two games left. Let's go. A big one in the state of North Carolina. NC State at Duke. Duke minus three and a half with the over under set at fifty. I'm sorry, forty seven and a half. And Brewer, I'll let you start as an NC State fan on this on this episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna come out and say it, and I think everybody here knows it. State's office is abysmal. They don't know what they're doing. They got no sense of character. They got they they haven't established what if they want to run pass. They got nothing on offense, honestly. I mean, Brendan Armstrong didn't bring anything. Um, MJ, MJ Morris has kind of created a little bit of a spark. We just we, we will have to see what happens. But I don't think I'm going to go spread here. I think I want to take the under, um, If especially if Riley Leonard's not playing for Duke. I think that both of after watching uh, Duke the Duke-Notre Dame game and watching Duke's defense and 
holding Notre Dame for the most part in the game. I mean, I think these are probably top the top two defenses, top 25 easily in, in terms of defenses on both teams. So I'm going to go with the under here, and I think it'll be, really be a, kind of a shootout for who can kind of get the first score on the board, and I think whoever does that will probably end up winning the game more or less. So I'm going to take the over here, and, and I'm not picking a wait, side. Wait, wait, you under. take the over? Under, the under. under, under, under. Oh, sorry, under. Yeah. Well, under so. well, there we have it, our first over-under pick since week one. Um, and it's Brewer on his own team. Also, so, is a, an underpick with the word shootout in there is, in his description. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> it's going to be a shootout. Under, under 47, but it's going to be a shootout to the first touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Kev, as a, as a Duke fan, let, let it rip. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to be much of a Duke football fan. I've been to... Some games in the past, but Duke is basketball school. You said this year. No, you're Except talking Duke fan, and you shout out Kentucky. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, down. I think this game is really hard to to do anything with without knowing the quarterback situation for Duke um, this week. Um, do even, we know? Does anyone know? I don't know. I, 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 for I, I think I he's trending. I think he's trending out. Riley Leonard is. I, I don't. And, think and he's I, playing yet. Yeah, and I do think I do think if you're Duke, like you, you kind of got to weigh this, like. It's a can big you, game. Can you win this game? And if you do think you can win this game, you got to rest him because your ACC championship That's hopes are on the line next week when you go to Florida State. ACC's um, wide open. Because the loss to Notre Dame doesn't mean anything. Exactly. No, it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't yeah, hurt them at all. It yeah, doesn't hurt them at all. Has, this this yeah. is a huge ACC championship So if you think you can get it, I, I, I think you got to rest him. But sorry, Kev. No, no you're good. No, I agree. I, I don't think he's playing. But beyond him, uh, at the end of uh, – the game against Notre Dame, their third stringer actually came in because their backup is also hurt. So really no idea who's playing quarterback for Duke. With that being said, I have to take Duke. Um, their third string sneaky slings it, though. They all do. They all do. But I have to take Duke out of respect uh, for the team, and I, I really hope Riley Leonard comes back. He's started out the year great. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Connor? I'm on Duke. <laughs> That's, that's, that's all I have. Okay. This yeah. game's going to be just gross. Yeah. I, I don't think you can put money on this. I, I, I will. Just, yeah, I'll go yeah. quick here. I'm taking Duke. I, I literally don't care about this game. Um, I think both teams aren't good. Um, I think Duke is good with Riley Leonard. I don't think they're good without him. Um, I just think NC State can't score. So uh, give me Duke minus three and a half. Bones? Uh, I'm actually on State. I, I'm probably not going to bet it, but I mean – I think it literally comes down to a field goal. I think it says 24-21, kind of written all over it. Um, is that the under? I, yeah, yeah 48, the under. 42. I'm also not betting that either just because of that weird game last week. Yeah. I think it's the weird like thing that Bruce said about a yeah. in under. Um, MJ Morris is good. He's not afraid, he's not afraid to you know sling it. He'll throw some picks, but he's, he's definitely better than Armstrong. He gives that offense a spark, and I think the defense – uh, shows up this week after top ten defense. Terrible last week. I think I am going to touch the under on this though. Yeah. Now that so now that I, I, thought, I like it. State plus three and a half, but that yeah. line's weird because it's insinuating that Riley Leonard is playing. Yeah. No, it is. It is a weird line. I, I don't know. Do you think it's that weird though? I mean, I, I think I, even with their back, I don't think it's weird. Still be I don't think it's Duke's weird at all. I think Duke would be defense. favored by more if Riley Leonard. Riley Leonard I agree. Is like, I think that line is with Riley Leonard out. Yeah, I, I don't know. This this game stinks. Elko can coach, though. He's he That defense plays well. I mean, they can still run the ball. I I think the line makes sense with State's offense. It's been stagnant. Yeah. 
Dave? How about how about the history here? State's never done well against Duke, right? Never. I mean, never. We never. lost they I think we played them like like three times in the past ten years and I think they Duke's we've gone like one and two against them. Really? I, I, I yeah. think I think Doran's oh. built a solid program at State, but he's in a weird year. Um it's with, the no quarterback year. With Anai and Brennan Armstrong. You thought that yeah. would that would connect and it just hasn't and I don't know. There's there's a lot more here for Duke to play for. So, yeah, yeah. Give me Duke at home. I think they'll be amped up, ready to play this in that defense. Dave, this you, this is gonna be a rock fight. Like first to first to seventeen wins. Are you shocked by State's offense with an eye coming in from because you're a Q's guy? Yes, I am. Yeah, you I thought, I, I thought the Brennan Armstrong Anai reunion would be electric. Yeah. I it I had to hold back from a State. Potential ACC championship. Game. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense though. He should was, be better. He was I fantastic like. at UVA, and UVA is, I mean, we all know UVA. Right? Yeah. And, and then and I was great when he went to Q's. Yeah, he did good stuff yeah. with Schrader. What time uh, is this? It's just it's weird. It doesn't make sense. I think it's They're true. definitely in a transition year trying true. to figure things out. And now that Brandon Armstrong's out of the picture. Because Armstrong was decent at Virginia. Well, I mean, he yeah. had some decent years. He had great years. Yeah. Yeah, he would sling it at Virginia. Virginia went like 8 and 3 one year. Which yeah. makes no sense for Virginia. All right, boys, let's roll. We we I'm recording on my iPad tonight, which is the first time I've done this. It says it cuts us off at 60 minutes. We do got to touch felt too. Yeah, yeah, we're we're at 48 yeah, minutes. Felt is important. But but we we need to touch on our game of the week. Um, we we have Oregon at Washington. Washington minus three, with the over under set at 67 and a half. This again, top 10 game in the Pac-12. Big decider and kind of who who's the leader coming out of out of this week and kind of who controls their path to the college football playoff. Um, so this this has massive college football playoff implications, um, and and should be a great game. So let's go. We'll finish this counterclockwise. Kev, you start us out, um, and let's let's bring it home here. Oh man! All right. I think this is another incredible game. This is one that I will want to be watching the whole game. And I think we're gonna have to get that, back quick from golf tomorrow to watch that. I no sh- no question. That's, yeah. Yeah. It, it's gonna be a great game. I think very high scoring and probably comes down to the last possession. Um, I love Michael Penix. I don't want to pick against him, but getting the points, getting the three points, I'll take the Ducks. It will be tough on the road, but give me the points in a game that I think will be very close. Could I change your mind by saying the atmospheric river game was when Oregon State played at Washington? Would that change your mind at all? So you want me to take Washington? No, I just wanted you to know that. Okay, Dave, <laughs> Dave, you're up. Yeah, for me, the, this one's easy. I, I think Oregon is going to go to the playoff. I think Oregon is all around um, solid every aspect of the game. Defense, Dan Lanning has tried to build that into an SEC team, and you're going to see them win the trenches. And I think it's Oregon minus three or plus three, easy. Also under. Can I do both? You can only get one. All right, give me give me Oregon plus three, but yeah. You, you, can, you can throw it out as a, as a for bonus. Those, for those listening. A, a bonus For those play. listening, yeah. A bonus play. I would play. take the under two. I think, I think they slow them down. And, uh, yeah, Oregon, Oregon is, is the play here. Parlay the money line in the under. Brewer? Um, I think Oregon's the play here. I mean, they're just – they can score the ball in, in college football. If you can score the ball on pretty much seems like every possession I see that they have, it seems like they're, they're putting the ball in the end zone. So I'm um, going with Oregon with that being said. Bones? I think I like Washington. And Oregon is really good, but they also have not, they haven't played anybody. I mean, they played Colorado, and they delivered a beat down there, but that was an emotional game. But they played Hawaii and Stanford. 
and I think Washington's had a little bit better schedule, and they're at home. So. Can I can I challenge that a little bit? Because have you look? Have you actually looked at Washington's schedule? They haven't played anybody. Yeah, like back, like yeah. I yeah. I mean I I agree. I think maybe Oregon's played a slightly better schedule, but I don't. I wouldn't say Washington's really battle tested either. I mean, no, I mean the best team they played was Cal at home. Like yeah, I mean both of their schedules are pretty. Bad. Yeah, no, I, think, I agree. Both their schedules have been bad. But, but I think the difference is that Washington's playing at home. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. That that is a massive difference yeah. difference maker here. Yeah, I had a rebuttal on that, but I, I am on Washington as well. Um, I I think this line is kind of like a weird line because I I think people love to bet Oregon. Um, they know Oregon better. This is two of the best quarterbacks in college football. They're also like six years guys. I mean, yeah. Bo Nix has been in the in he played at Auburn. Then he, now he's at Oregon. Yeah, been there forever. Um, I remember betting on Bo Nix when he first got to Oregon. Yeah, like when he won that years sick ago. game. And he, he was at Auburn before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Michael Penix, obviously a stud. Uh, he brought Indiana out of the depths one year. That was a COVID year, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it, two of the best quarterbacks. Um, Washington's got the best receiving core in the country besides Ohio State. Honestly, um, I think Washington's is better the way Mecca Book is playing this year. I yeah, think yeah, you, you, you got on paper, game. Ohio State, yes, but but – the way they perform this year, I think Washington's played better. They they have unreal they have, talent. They have legitimately three NFL receivers on that roster. It, it's unreal, and I, I honestly think the home field advantage is going to play a key role here. Um, I don't think Washington's defense is as good as Oregon's. Um, this is one where if you don't want to bet it, just take the over and enjoy show. Yeah. Um, because I like I know people are throwing out the unders, but I think this is this could be a fireworks show with two quarterbacks playing um, and the offenses they're going. But I'm getting Washington at home. I like it. Um, I think the, the square play might be Oregon, um, just because Oregon gets a lot of a lot of action. So I'm going Washington at home. Yeah, I I don't necessarily know if there's a square play in this game. I don't really think there is. I think if you want to bet Washington, you wait until it gets bet down to two and a half. If you want to take Oregon, you take it at three. Um, and then if you don't get either of those, you probably take a live bet in this game. Um, with that being said, I, I do think – I do think Washington's offense is really good. I think Oregon's offense is really good. I just trust Oregon's defense more to make one stop late where I don't necessarily know if Washington can. And and look, I I probably like Connor said, I'd probably bet the over and not touch this game just because I don't I don't honestly know who's better and, and it's hard to gauge it's hard to read this. But I, I do think I trust Oregon's defense a little bit later late to make a stop where we haven't really seen Washington do it at all. So I don't really have a strong lean on this game. I'm very excited to see the outcome. Um, but this is a game where I don't really feel strongly about either side. And I'm just excited to watch a college football caliber, college football playoff caliber game in uh, early October. So this should be a great game on Saturday afternoon. Um, and I'm, I'm pumped for it. This is huge for the Pac-12. Yeah, this, this is huge for the Pac-12. Um, so... That, that's going to wrap up our guest picker slate. Again, we're, we're not doing the, the rest of our Teddy Tidbits and our weekly recaps and all that this week just because we're in Vegas. Um, everyone's standing up now because they all want to go gamble. So with that, let's I will... Let's toss a him layout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's toss a quick him layout. Connor, go. Well, I got Oregon State. That's going to be yeah, my Oh, play it's game of the year. Obviously. Game of the year. Um, I will take... I'm going to take a side. We're both on... I'm gonna take Tennessee minus three. Um, as oh, oh, you changed yours. You changed yours. Well, just take, take whatever you want. I'll, no, 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 no. I'll he do didn't him want, He didn't want to though. No, I just, I, I just gave you I, shit because of the Michigan pick. That was different. That was different. 
I don't, I don't actually. No, I, I want to be on your side. I want to. I want to be on the side with it's you. Good, it's a good friend. Why did you switch your uh, Tennessee pick again? Oh, let's, I don't know. let's go. You, let's I go. So I went against your. I think it was just spite Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Uh... No, I'm going Tennessee minus three. I like Tennessee in this spot. So we oh, got Tennessee minus three. Connor's game of the year. UCLA minus four and a half. No, Oregon State. I'm. So, I don't know why I keep saying that wrong. Or, Oregon State minus it's four and a half. Destiny. And. What's our over? I think there's only one logical over here. I believe you're correct. Yeah. The over the over is going to be Oregon-Washington over 67.5. So there you have it. The him lay for the week. Um, we are going to go gamble. So thank you for the guest pickers for week seven. Great slate tomorrow. We will be back maybe Sunday, um, depending on how, uh, how the games go, how much we get to watch in Vegas. Maybe it might be a Monday episode this week where we'll still be recovering from Vegas. But anyways, thank you guys for coming on. That's all we got for this week. And with that, go Blue. Go Pirates. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of First and Him. While gambling is discussed in this podcast, the views of the producers are strictly opinions of their own, and gambling is not promoted nor endorsed by First and Him. If you believe you have a problem, please call the National Gambling Hotline at 1-800-522-4700. Thanks for listening, and keep being him.